This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 Central, at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. And here we are, guys. Week 30, 51, 31. Jesus, I'm way off already. Already to a shitty start. Yeah, this is how you know these recordings are done live every time. Sorry about that. Bad kickoff. All right, guys. So, week 51. Uh, obviously, we got a good episode coming up for you guys. We're obviously going to be discussing the Texas Tech embarrassment last weekend. Going into the next week, we got definitely some opinions to go into as far as Club Red goes. And um, if you are here... From the tailgate side of things, where you like to listen to NFL and stuff, appreciate you for being here and che- being here and checking this out. But this is going to be Club Red, where we mostly discuss Texas Tech sports, our opinions and thoughts on those matters. Uh, but first things first, uh, iTunes kind of changed how they're doing things, and now there's no longer a subscribe button on iTunes. It's just a little check mark for you to follow the podcast. So on iTunes and Spotify, make sure you are following us. On both those platforms, if you have them, or at least on one or the other. If it is on iTunes, give us a good rating below, and or a five-star rating, and get, drop a review below. Good comments always go a long way to help us. As far as uh, Twitter goes, or our social medias, we are on Twitter, at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, as well as YouTube. And uh, if you do go by YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the channel, and drop a uh, ring the bell button to be notified every time we go live or go or send a new video out. As far as our personal accounts go, you can find Dustin at Dustin Wimmer 22 Brooks, find him at Calvin B. Barrett, and me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a 1. And uh, do not forget, uh, for those that are listening, if you're trying to find the Twitch live feed to watch us live, it is at www.twitch.tv slash Blanca OG, where the L is just a regular L. Lastly, if you have any sort of thoughts or questions or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show, hit us up at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So we got a, we we got a, a lot to vent about, a lot to discuss here, a lot to uh, kind of get off of our chests. And w- luckily, it's Wednesday. We've had like four days to kind of woosah about this, but here we go. Let's kick it off, Club Red. <laughs> So guys, I know we've had some time to kind of uh, you know cry a bit, kind of hug our loved ones, uh, maybe maybe punch or shoot at a couple pillows. I, I don't really know y'all's complete uh, de- decompression, uh, but okay. you know our decompression. Yeah, I do. I do. We're not <laughs> Brooks alcoholics. Brooks is already doing it. We're not alcoholics at all. You're Brooks right. is still doing it. Brooks is Brooks actually <laughs> haven't stopped since. Brooks, first quarter. <laughs> Brooks has not had an empty beer in hand for four days straight now. It's so it's Pretty fine. Much. It's a coping mechanism. Don't you judge us. So uh, as as some of y'all may have known, 
I actually couldn't find the graphic on their Twitter, so I just put an appropriate one up. Fine. Just a fat old, fat old L is what, what we kind of they kind of deserve for that one. But um, that's what we're going to be going with for the live. Uh, Texas Tech gets absolutely destroyed by Texas, 70 to 35. Uh, they ran up the score on us. Our defense looked god awful. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, so let's let's just go right into this discussion and kind of get this off of our chest a little bit. Brooks, initial thoughts or reactions from this game uh, now that it's four days later and we can maybe <laughs> say it with, like, two less curse words. What are you thinking over there? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I said two less, uh, all right? We, 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 it it would have been, like, like three, three fucks in a row. So thank you for that. I appreciate you. Um, angry, mm-hmm. disappointed, embarrassed. You know, any any of those words that have similar meanings can all apply to how I feel about that performance on Saturday. Yeah. You know, I, you know, after I've thought about it for some time, you know, I really, I'm still kind of, I'm still pretty pissed off by it. Um, I don't like the fact that we're flaunting around this whole now it's personal thing and, you know, trying to fire everybody up for this season. That's super important. Oh, we're so ready for this game. All these guys remember last year that, like, they're wearing that, you know, on their sleeves for this game. They have some dumb bullshit shirt that we wear before. I don't even know if we ever determined what the 20MM stands for. You're still mad about that, too. Um, But, you know, fucking dumbass shirt that you wear. And then you go and get just handled 70 to 35. Like, Mm -hmm. don't even compete. And also against that team in that university. A team – the one freaking team that we care about beating the most on our schedule year in, year out. And you do that. You have that kind of performance. Uh, just god-awful, embarrassing, and, you know, just devastating. A devastating loss for this program. Completely agree. Uh, Dustin, initial thoughts? I mean, are, are we going to add to the curse word list on that one? No, I'm not going to waste my – energy and effort on it it was very disappointing and embarrassing like brooks said it sucks mm. against that university yeah especially not just like i not like the loss last year where they still kind of sucked and just beat us now they just embarrassed us and elevated themselves in this in the process yep kind of a little double punch there um but to kind of move us along to our next point, I think it's on the coaching staff and not as much on the players because our game plan was shit rotten. Yeah, in yeah. that in that game. Well, so I mean, go go ahead and jump into it. I mean, uh, yeah. as far as the coaching situation or decisions, uh, what where do you think it? What what do you think was like the biggest fuck up for us? Oh. Biggest oh, that's one. Easy. That's easy. Rushing three guys. Dropping eight, yep. and our eight was a soft ass eight. Yep. Like yeah. we were so soft, we were letting guys still get ten and twelve yard crossing routes. Like, how is a eight eight person zone still that open? And <laughs> like, how? But then also like, just to only rush three, we gave their freshman quarterback all day to throw. That's why he only missed like five passes all game. Yep. Like. He had a great, clean, easy pocket all game. And the very few times we did try to dial up a blitz, Sarkeesian knew it was coming and dumped it off and 
we mm-hmm. ran right past it. And so it was horrible defensive scheme going into the game and then never adjusted. Yep. Literally yeah. sat there for four quarters and ate shit and got ran down and threw on all game. Like we didn't even know how to do anything else. Absolutely. Yeah. It, uh, it, it was that, it was that three, that three on our D line, the entire game that, I mean, you, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head was the complete biggest screw up for us. The entire game. Whenever we no going into this, we knew that this was going to be a run heavy offense. Uh, Brooks, uh, I mean, anything to add to that? I mean, what do you think about the coaching situation, decisions? I mean, what else do you think kind of really hindered us at, at it well, and, yeah, and at least competing yeah. in this game? Yeah, there's a lot to get into the coaching dis- situation, and we'll get into this a yeah. little bit after. I, I didn't make the point out, but you no. know, we got we to gotta discuss where we're feeling about Wells. But yeah, Later. yeah. you completely looked unprepared in that game. And yep. you can't you've had, we've talked about it. Our first quarter is we look like we're not ready to play. You come out in that first quarter, you look the same. You don't look like you're ready to play. You look like you don't have any sort of game plan to defend them or stop them or do anything. And then like Dustin said, they're just running it right through you. They're passing, dialing it up every play. You don't ever make an adjustment. You just are like, ah, this is what we do. So we're going to keep doing it. Like, Hey, this, team is carving you up like yeah. make some sort of adjustment try at least something and it was just frustrating to watch time and time again no change was made no adjustment was made no competitiveness no fight to this team just absolutely laid down and and took it the whole four quarters yeah they did uh and again it's embarrassing honestly um because i'll be i mean i'll be watching the games down here and Obviously, I'm a little bit outnumbered as far as like Texas Tech fans that I have like backing me up. Yeah, and I'm going into this game I'm like, no, we have a shot. Like our quarterback's been looking good, our defense has been holding up, and then I, I yeah, I have to like tuck my tail the entire time and shut up because like my girlfriend's fucking SEC, my dad's SEC, my best friend is UT fan. Like I, I, I had nothing left yeah. to like argue back to where I can be like, no, Tech can compete. Horseshit. Like, they embarrassed the entire yeah. university and alumni with that one loss. D- like, absolutely disgraceful. But um, let, let's – what's up? What's up? Well, so in the coaching thing, we got to talk about Wells right now because yeah, it yeah, is a hot topic. It is. It is the hot topic, and we it's something that we have to discuss as a podcast that covers tech sports. Arlie can kind of lead us off. Where are you at on the Matt Wells – uh, as our head coach, where are you at after that it's, kind of it's performance? Just, it is one game, but he still needs to take more. Um, uh, how, how do I put it? Like, like he, he needs to take more as a result of the loss. Like it, it, he needs to take more of the blame than I think than I think he's actually getting. Because I think a lot of people are like, well, the defensive coordinator didn't change up the scheme or the OC didn't do his blah, blah, blah thing. He's not taking enough, in my opinion. And this is the one game that the entire alumni wants to see us compete in every single year. We could actually have a a completely chalked up season, completely lose the entire season out. And if we beat UT every year, most of the alumni would be like, well, we beat UT like that. That's, that's how big this one game is like compete, just compete. We've said it time and time again, just fucking compete and don't let them beat us by double because we're not going to change up the, the defensive scheme. Like the offense it's unfortunate what happened to us, but like they, they, if our defense held up to par, if this would have been a comp, we put up a competitive scoring 
if that makes sense. Like not like not like a competitive matchup, but we put up a competitive score. We just needed to hold them in the 30 range and it would have been a good game. But the defense was pathetic and there were no adjustments made and that does have to fall back on Wells. I don't um, yeah. Dustin, any, any initial thoughts on that or on the coaching situation? I mean, how much heat should Wells be taking off of one loss? Yeah, like you said, it's only one loss, but it's a very embarrassing bad loss that nothing was done. Um, it is kind of questionable. She said that no adjustments were made. This is probably one of Keith Patterson's worst games, um, especially in the last two years since he's kind of gotten a couple of his guys and the schemes kind of going especially like this year looked a little different. So I wonder how much of this game plan was him or how much of it was Wells or what the dialogue thought process was between those two. Um, Cause obviously it sucked. Um, and yeah, it does go back on Wells at this point where that leads us into the year. I don't know because you got a lot to, you got to bounce back a lot in the next couple games, not just the next one game. Yep. And going into the next game, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, yeah. really hard to win over there. Uh, Brooks, thoughts on the coaching decision, man? I mean, what what are, what are your feelings about the about Wells right now, or even overall the coaching staff? I'm gonna be fully honest. Oh no! Fuck the refs. No, sorry. Go ahead. Three three seasons ago, when we hired Matt Wells, I am Dustin as well with me, we kind of planted ourselves on the Matt Wells Island. We planted our flag on that and kind of looking back on it and how I feel now, I really firmly feel like I planted my flag on the anti cliff Island. And so, you know, whatever coach we hired was going to be a coach that I was going to support because it wasn't cliff Kingsbury. Here we are three seasons later and we got motherfuckers out here tweeting. I miss cliff. Oh, we fired cliff for this. No, And that kind of shows you how, bad matt wells tenure so far has been (laughs) because we've got literally loser fans out here claiming for a loser coach who lost games like that on saturday he lost 82 to 27 to tcu yep he lost 66 to 10 against iowa state he did similar things yep yeah it was but we got these guys claiming for a coach who lost a lot that tells you what matt wells has done they don't want to give wells six seasons to keep trying yeah no It's not been good start. And, you know, like we've said a lot, you know, I don't know what the fix is, but we want a team that I can show up on Saturday and I feel like we have a shot to win. Yep. I started to feel that way. I felt like we could have won that game on Saturday. And then you go out and you have that kind of performance. How the fuck am I supposed to believe in you (laughs) as a head coach after that, after that performance? I'm like the highest I've been on him. And then you go and just get destroyed by Texas. How am I supposed to think that he's going to win any games the rest of the season? How am I supposed to believe in him this weekend against West Virginia? Like he has a track record time and time again where he's proven he can't do it. Yep. And so I just I'm at that point now where the arguments for him being fired. I don't really I'm not going to fight those people who think that I I don't know what the fix is. I don't know who the coach is, but I I'm at the point that that was the nail in the coffin kind of for me in a way. Um, sure. There's a lot of season left, but getting embarrassed like that to Texas is just I, I, inexcusable to me that you had that kind of game plan, lack of unpreparedness. And you go out there and do that. Like, I don't know what he has to do the rest of the season yep. to give me confidence in him. What was his, but, um, what was his overall record at Utah, Utah state, right? 
That's where he came from. It honestly wasn't great. He it, had right? Like one really good season. And like, then other than that, it was kind of mediocre. Yeah, like I, I, I think you crappy season and then a really good season. I think like you kind of hit a, hit hit a little bit of a subtle nail on the head that everybody was just planting their flag in the in the no cliff island more than they were the Matt Wells island. Because I felt like this guy was very mediocre coming in, but I was like, yeah, maybe change, whatever, give it a shot. But I haven't had high hopes for him, and on year three, I still don't have high hopes for him. I don't know. It, yeah, it's just, it feels like we've seen what we're going to see. Yep. And if there's actual real change coming, we would have we would have been in that game. I think we would have competed. Yeah. But you lay down like that, I just don't know where it comes from. And sure, there's a lot of season left, and we're still – we already chalked that game up as a loss. We're still on track to maybe go A and 4. But I I just don't mm-hmm. believe it anymore until I actually go see him do it consistently. Yeah. And I don't really know what there is – I don't know what there is from him that's going to get me fully back on the, all right, let's do I, this, Wells. But I think he's gonna, I'm not going to feel that for anybody. Well, and and, Broken. and if we think a little bit on this, though, we, we kind of we kind of tossed up the, the, the West Virginia and the, the Texas game as being potential early losses in, yeah. that, in, in those predictions in all of them. And so, like, I mean, not this embarrassing of a loss, but we still kind of thought that, like, if we're going to lose early in big 12 conference play, these were going to be the two that we kind of thought it might happen with. Cause West Virginia, hella, hella hard to play at home. And UT, obviously uh, uh, we didn't really know, but it was still an away game, two away games back to back. I think that the, you're right that the eight and four is still on the, on the table, the, the seven and five is still on the table, but you're going to have to see a big, big change in performance and, 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 and heart on this next game. Uh, so let's take a quick look at the, at the next, uh, next little bit of news here, which was Tyler Shuck getting injured, broken collarbone, right? I believe that was the injury, the official injury report. Um, and so now we are moving on to Columbia as the starter, which he did. Okay. I guess, but, eh, we we've seen, been there, done that. There's nothing new with him, but, um, thoughts on the news, Brooks, what do you, what do you, what are you thinking? I mean, I mean, how much is this going to impact us? I mean, can we still win with Columbia leading the offense? I don't know. I don't have an answer for this team. It's uh, literally everything that I thought about this team was shattered last weekend. So I don't really know what to expect on top of that. And it's not listed in here, but we also had muddy waters is done for the season too. Oh, so yeah. two really big injuries that we're facing. Um I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we can correct it with Columbia. I'll have to see something better from Cumby before I believe it. But the hits keep coming. It's, you know, as much as, like, we shit on Wells there, he also has been very unlucky <laughs> uh, in his time here with uh, healthy quarterbacks. So uh, just another another hit. Yeah. Dustin, what are you thinking about the Tyler Shuck news and about the Columbia replacement? I mean, Muddy Waters being gone. Uh, I mean, it, it... Muddy Waters news really sucks. He was doing really good. Yeah, he was. He was part of that defense, the secondary. I mean, yeah. He, didn't uh, didn't we give him a ticket to Club Red last week? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. The Shuck news really, really hurts because that that was your ticket to win some games. And I mean, Columbia filled in for half the year last year, and between last year and yes, last week's game, he is one and five. So. Yep. Do. Not great with him, not very good numbers, 
any of those games. I mean, last year we had 21 points, 15 points, 20, 34, 28, and 18. So, yep. not great yeah. stuff for him. And, I mean, you had a shitty offense coordinator last year, whatever. You still didn't do anything with him once he ended Bowman. But I don't see it very promising. Yeah. I see it as a very huge letdown spot especially when we had a lot of offensive stuff going for us in every part of the game. Now you put more load on those receivers, more load on the running game that wasn't there this last week. And I don't know if Columbia can get it done and help you out or Shuck could have. Yeah. Uh, it, I think, I think most of us are kind of in a, uh, in the same, in the same thing where all of us, like I, I think all Texas tech fans in general we're riding a high. We were feeling good. We had a yeah. couple of good wins, but our offense seemed to be figuring itself out. And for the first time in a long time, it felt like we had a defense that was figuring itself out. And now everybody's just kind of like, like we just got broken up within the middle of the season already. Like we're, we're over here already a little heartbroken and kind of trying to figure, figure out what to do next. But uh, we do got to kind of move on here and, and we're, let, let's go ahead and look at the next topic here, which is, Club Red's not open this week. I'm sorry, but that kind of a loss. Nobody gets invited in. None of you. Um, but we do got to look at the next game, which is West Virginia at West Virginia. And that is a very, very difficult place to play. I was even talking about this earlier. Like, I, I, I don't know of a lot of teams that go in there and dominate at West Virginia at all. But uh, we do need to kind of discuss this game a little bit. And thoughts uh, heading into this game, Dustin, um, I know confidence is shattered right now, but what are your initial thoughts? What do you want to see out of the offense, out of Columbia? I mean, what, what are your initial thoughts going into this matchup with with, with West Virginia? Offense, let's just stay competent with Columbia. Don't ask him to do too much. Um, obviously, this falls on Sonny Cumbie a lot to scheme it up, make sure – we're running, we're throwing some screens to let the defensive pass rush kind of ease up. Like he's got to call a very good game. I think, especially in this first game with Columbia to get the ball to everybody out of Columbia's hands quickly. But defensively, are we going to show up and scheme anything or are we going to let their freaking good running back just run all over us? Yeah. What are we going to do down that? Is that's, I mean, that was obviously the worst part of last week. So that's got to be my emphasis for this week. Like, you can't just let Letty Brown go for 200 yards or catch it out of the backfield and go for 100 more yards on that. And like, we got to bring some pressure. We got to cover. We can't just drop in a soft ass zone and try to tackle. Absolutely. I mean, it's basically just can't be a repeat performance to any degree of last week. And unfortunately, us being a little bit more huge injured. Bounce back. Huge bounce back. Needs to be. It needs to be a huge bounce back week of like effort. Uh, Brooks, what are you thinking going into this West Virginia game? I mean, uh, what do you want to see out of the offense differently? Um, anything differently out of the defense? I mean, what, what do you, what, what can at least give you a ray of hope? I mean, maybe not win or loss on, on that kind of line, but like what can bring you a ray of hope for the rest of this season? Um, effort. <laughs> A look like we want to be out there playing football, uh, a lot of those kind of little things. But, you know, offensively, can we start being more consistent on offense and put drives together yeah. and not be like such a boomer bust offense? 
Like three of our touchdowns yeah. in that UT game were just busted 70-yard touchdowns where like a Texas DB had bad coverage and we broke it open for <laughs> like a 70-yard touchdown. Other than that, it's like we can't get a drive that goes all the way down the field mm-hmm. ever, uh, it really feels like. And so I just want to see a little more consistency out of the offense and their ability to actually put together and sustain drives. Um, can we do with that with a backup quarterback? Remains to be seen. Last year he beat West Virginia. That's that one win on that <laughs> win column for him. Um, so maybe that home. plays to our advantage. And then defense just uh, show up. And uh, I mean, I mean Keith no, Patterson's no. got to be a- able to make an adjustment. That's yeah. Like you, like you might have your scheme, and you might have like, all right, we're gonna do this. And then if it's not working, you got to be willing to make an adjustment on the fly. You got to trust your players and their ability to make those changes. If you don't have players that are smart enough to change a scheme during a game, you're not recruiting good football players. So, um, true. I, I just, I just want to see a little more effort and a little more, yeah, desire from them to like compete and and not just get blown. No, <laughs> no, no, not, not completely embarrassing on both sides of the ball. Like that, that's, that's, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat where I just, I need to see an effort and a valid one. Okay, again, we, we say it time and time again, compete with West Virginia this week, compete. I don't need to see yeah. you win because again, like going into the season, two road games to start big 12 play is not easy and going all the yeah. way to West Virginia, not easy at all. But compete in this game. After that loss. Yeah. Like, not easy at all. And so, I think that needs to be the main main focus here going into this game is compete. Every single down, yeah. every single play, every single, like, every single uh, uh, quarter, you need to be competing every single second of that game. I think Col- uh, Columbia might be okay because we do have decent tight ends right now. And so, if they stick to the short like, uh, you know how kind of like in the NFL, whenever they have a rookie quarterback and they don't let him throw it down the field at all, they just hit, yeah. they just hit for change yards, all, change yards all day. I want to see them do that. I want to see them go short, short passes, quick rushes, and just keep it one to one to five yards every single down. Just get the first down and move the ball you down gotta, the field. You got to throw the ball down the field. You yeah. got to stretch them or else they're just going to camp him. I get it. Going to camp those passes, and and that will open up. This is still Texas Tech offense that we're talking about, but you need to kind of develop that uh, that confidence in passing. I I guess I don't know. I think opposite. I think you just go balls to the walls, and you're just like, send it. This thing fly. We ain't got we ain't got shit to lose. Let's just fucking go for it. Yeah, like you've lost your yeah. You wish, but you've lost pretty much your whole fan base. The only thing I think you can get it back for is just go in there and just like, all right, we're just gonna fucking sling it and (laughs) and go for this shit. Oh man! All right. Um, so I think that's that's kind of that's kind of our 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 thoughts and feelings going into this West Virginia game. But uh, we do have shot bets to discuss on this topic. Uh. And yeah, not not really confident in this one. West Virginia cool. at home, seven point favorite, so full touchdown favorite. Uh, UT was a was a seven point seven and a half. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what what to what to kind of what what to kind of place my bet on. Uh, let's see, Dustin, go ahead and start us off here. Shot bet prediction, score prediction. What, what do you think is going to be the outcome of this game? Confidently. Well, this is where I messed up last year and lost a lot of bets by staying too much of a homer. 
And so now I'm going to jump ship and go West Virginia in this game because I have no confidence in our team anymore. And just like last year, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't cover. They could barely win any games. So I'm not going to lose shot bets over that, especially if the team's going to lose. So jumping ship, I'm going to West Virginia. And shout out to one of my buddies from Vermont, Ethan Blum, former student there. He's a West Virginia born and raised guy. We always make a bet on this game, and the loser has to pay the score difference to the other one. Ooh. <laughs> We've been playing this for like seven or so years now, eight years maybe. So that's on again. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. To, I don't know what to feel going to this one. Brooks, uh, Dustin taken West Virginia on this. Yeah, um, West Virginia um, Mountaineers. Sign me up for that. Uh, I got West Virginia winning forty-two to twenty-seven. Um, Twenty-point win. I mean, keeping them at uh, okay. Forty-two to twenty-seven. That's not oh a wait, no, what did that? That was bad math <laughs> no, for me. Bad math. Yeah, I blanked. Uh, forty-two so twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40, yeah. Fourteen-point game. Yeah. Yeah. So 15. I've yeah. I don't. I don't think we're. Uh, I don't think we're gonna be able to bounce back. I haven't seen us be able to bounce back from a game like that yet. So I'm not definitely gonna put a bet on us no. to do it this time. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like Dustin said, confident shot. Yeah, I I, I I hate to say it, but I, I I'm with you guys on this one. Uh, West Virginia to win this one at home. They're they're. They're one of the, the most uh, dominant at-home teams out there, I feel like, in my opinion. Uh, they play amazing there, and uh, Texas Tech hasn't earned my confidence by any means after that performance against that university. Like, that's the one team you can't do it to. Like, I, I, again, if we lost, if that was our scoreline against TCU and then we were going into into the West Virginia game, I might still have a little bit more confidence. But just don't do it to Texas. Don't do not do that. That's... Uh. Um, okay. So overall, uh, all of us are picking the West Virginia side of the bet to, for West Virginia to beat us by seven points or more. Um, and, and obviously that's well validated. Uh, Texas tech has not shown us Jack. Yeah, prove shit. me wrong. Tech prove me. I, wrong. I would yeah. love to take that shot. I would love to take that shot. Me and Brooks took our shot last game in the third quarter. Did you? Yeah, like, like this, this is a wrap. This is I wanted to take it in the second quarter. But. We left at halftime. Didn't even watch the second half. <laughs> I don't we left blame you. Watching though. the game, we went to another place to not yeah. watch the game. It, it was embarrassing. <laughs> it was embarrassing. Anyway, um, picture didn't happen. Says Jay Salt. Very true. We got it. We got it. We got it. Post us. out there. Follow Pretty us sure on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, it's Pretty out sure there. We posted that. Is it? I don't, I don't see. Um. So we posted. It was um, but rough week for us. As you can tell, this is not the most enthusiastic episode of Club Red you're getting. We're all still kind of like a little bit hurt by the defeat. That that is embarrassing for our university and for 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 as fans. You never want to see your team get embarrassed like that. So, uh, on the plus side of things, we have uh we have so, a, a little bit more uh news as far as the tailgates going. Uh, obviously. That is going to be on October 9th. We're going to be having a tailgate for the TCU game. It, we, the time has officially been announced. It is a 6 p.m. Yeah. kickoff time. So, uh, Texas Tech and Red Raiders are definitely going to be out there tailgating and getting hammered from noon to noon to 6. So, you better believe that uh, that that we're going to be 
definitely ready and rowdy for that game. But um, is there any other details that we can kind of uh, uh, put out there? I know that we obviously we're doing the co tailgate with with Jay Salsa, and then I think that we may have a location, but that's still not anything yeah. official yet, or what? Yeah, location's gonna be on the grass outside the rolls in the baseball stadium. Okay, so like in that area. Yep, yep. Um, not far from the stadium. Perfect. So find your way there. We'll have the Jay Salsa flag up. We'll have our flag up, so you can be able to find us. Um, We'll have a Facebook event. You can communicate with us if you can't find us. So Absolutely. We'll be and, out there. We're probably going to start around noon, so that way we can be intoxicated. Absolutely going to need it after these after this last game. Anyways, uh, what do you got, Bruce? Most likely, we'll have we'll have TV out there. I think yeah. I think me and Dustin are probably just going to chill at the tailgate when the game gets yep. going. Um, and so we'll be out there kind of through the game, watching the game. So if you're plans aren't to go watch the football game just come hang out with us during the game we'll we'll keep you hydrated keep you fed that's right absolutely we'll play some cornhole and, and it, it'll, it'll it'll be a good time no yeah we, we have a tailgate yes everybody's invited to come out obviously uh just be on the lookout for socials as far as uh a little bit more specific details but that's that's roughly where, where the tailgate is going to be located that parking lot kind of in between rawls and the and where the uh where the baseball parking is but come out, come come play some some tailgate games with us. Obviously, they're going to have the game playing on a television. I think somebody's going to be bringing a satellite. It's going to be a good time. Again, we're going to be out there with Jay Salsa. Uh, and, and big shout out to them again. Thank you, guys. Uh, and if you haven't tried it yet, definitely give Jay Salsa a try. It is the perfect roasted salsa for any sort of tailgate or any sort of party or festival event. Go give it a try. Uh, they're available at uh, some HEBs, but at all United Markets. Definitely one of the best salsas out there. Don't we don't just say that because they help us out with the show and sponsoring the show. We've we've had it at all of our own little personal events, uh, whether we're having a little party or whether we're having a little like at the live recording that we did at Dustin's house. We always got some J salsa cracked open. So big shout out to them and thank you to them for for being big supporters of the show. That does wrap up our club red for the week. Obviously, we're not really uh, all hyped up like we usually are, but definitely. Wanting to see more out of Texas Tech for this West Colum- West Columbia West Virginia game, um, and we definitely need to see more. And if we do, I mean, obviously we're all hopeful for it, but we're just we're, we we just need something to kind of lift our spirits a little bit up. I, I know um, I can kind of say for most of the Texas Tech fan base, we're all still kind of uh, we're all still kind of heartbroken over that. Honest, in all honesty, we're all still very heartbroken over that. But that wraps up Club Red for the week. Uh, for those listening live, make sure you stick around for the tailgate. Uh, for those listening on the podcast, make sure you do subscribe to the podcast. Sorry, no more subscribing. I gotta, I gotta change that in my head. Follow us on oh. on on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. If, if it is on iTunes, drop a five star rating. Give us a good review below. As far as our socials go, follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook. And YouTube, if it is on YouTube, subscribe and hit the bell to be notified for new videos being posted once or twice a week. Personal accounts, Dustin, find him at DustinWimmer22, Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett, and me at Blanco, where the L is a one. And then always, uh, every single Wednesday, we are live on t- Twitter, uh, Twitch, the blah, blah, at www.twitch.tv slash OG, where the L is an actual L. Any sort of thoughts or questions, make sure you email us, tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. 
And we will catch you guys next week for some more Club Red action. And for those listening live, make sure you stick around for the tailgate where we discuss what's going on in the rest of the sporting world. And right now, main focus obviously being the NFL. Catch you guys next week.